This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Wednesday the 15th of February, which means, well, I'm counting down the days until the 20th of February when I'll be able to book my trip on the new sleeper service overnight train that will be going from Brussels via Amsterdam to Berlin. The services don't start till the 25th of May, but it is very exciting that a new train is coming in. This is run by an organisation based in Utrecht in the Netherlands. Beautiful place if you've not been there, by the way. Um, And it is effectively a new company wanting to do new things and wanting to celebrate the overnight train, as I do, but... I'm not absolutely sure that the overnight train is something which is an absolute certainty for success. I hate to be negative and I'll certainly be booking my train and looking forward very much indeed to the experience. Maybe just connecting at Brussels from Eurostar and then boarding a train, um, drifting through the night. What a wonderful experience it is, as I'm sure you know, if you've been lucky enough to try a European sleeper train anywhere. Of course, in the UK, they're pretty limited. You've got the Night Riviera between London Paddington and Penzance. And that is a good train for the reason that actually, although it's an absolutely beautiful run, um, particularly from Penzance as far as uh, Exeter, it's also very time consuming. And so that's when the benefit of a sleeper train really kicks in. Um, you go to sleep at midnight in Paddy- as you leave Paddington, wake up at seven o'clock in the morning in Penzance. And that is a really good time saving. Same thing, of course, between Scotland and London, um, particularly if you're going from one of the more far away locations like Fort William in particular, because of course there's no planes in and out of Fort William. And so therefore the um, train taking roughly 11 hours is a good way to do it. Not least because if it's either heading south in the middle of summer, you've got spectacular views or indeed uh, going north, you wake up and suddenly you're in the the wilds of the highlands but it's an expensive business all the sleeper trains as far as i'm aware in the uk lose money that is also the pattern elsewhere now austrian railways which has been doing remarkable stuff with its excellent night jet service may beg to differ and i very much hope that they are right But the only kind of really profitable night trains that I am seeing are those in Australia where they are turned into effectively upmarket tourist experiences. The GAN, which runs from 
Adelaide to Alice Springs and to Darwin, the Indian Pacific from Perth across to Adelaide, Melbourne and Sydney. They are not making those journeys because it's a great way to travel for ordinary people who just want to make ordinary journeys. This is a once in a lifetime experience. And if you look across at America, I think you get the sense of where things are. Um, I was really taken with a um, press release just put out by Amtrak, the big American passenger enterprise. Now, among loss-making travel enterprises, nobody does it quite like Amtrak. Um, I don't think we're into trillions of pounds since it was set up in the 1970s in terms of losses, but yeah, we're not that far off. Most of the long-distance train services in America, many of which, of course, are sleeper services, are there only because they go through local areas. Um, and in this press release, which is all about how they are um, beginning the process to get some new overnight trains, which would be a wonderful thing to, quote, upgrade and modernise the iconic and vital overnight services that link our nation's major regions. We're looking for new trains that improve safety, reliability, accessibility and efficiency while offering the features our customers believe are most important to modernising overnight train travel for the 21st century. All of which I agree with, but it is going to come at a phenomenal cost to the US taxpayer. I don't mind being subsidised by them at all, so thank you very much indeed, guys. Um, but they quote a couple of um, uh, politicians who are um, involved in this, saying how marvellous it is. And um, they begin with a guy from Kansas who says, um, this announcement demonstrates Amtrak de Amtrak's dedication to routes like the Southwest Chief, which provide valuable service to Kansas and the nation. Um, here we have another one. Um, this is a, a Democrat, Steve Cohen from Tennessee. Um, the funding will support the iconic city of New Orleans route that passes through Memphis on its way south from Chicago. So this is all about how are we going to get um, good stuff for our town and city and well good luck to them I think it's a uh, perfectly reasonable undertaking but this is not the stuff of a massive revolution in transport the big problem is that over distances in which it's worth traveling overnight so we're looking at sort of 500 miles or so those are the sorts of distances where planes actually start to do really well they're much you know, they're much more expensive and impactful on the uh, environment per mile for distances under that and so you are looking at the costs of uh, aviation coming into the sweep spot which is great for us plane passengers but also the costs of running an overnight sleeper operation are immense you've obviously got to get the rolling stock and one reason why so many sleepers are so old is because it's so jolly expensive and it's difficult to justify the investment in newer coaches i mean the um, scottish government has spent an absolute fortune on on uh, relatively new upgraded sleeper trains which some say aren't actually as good for sleeping as the uh, previous ones and by the way which have also priced me out of the london scotland sleeper market um, i'm afraid every time i look 
I end up saying, well, I'm going to get a day train or I'm going to get a, uh, 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 I'm going to fly because these prices are simply um, uh, not not reasonable. Um, it's it's very difficult to uh, get the pricing to work and I hope that Europe will get there one day and I'm certainly going to be putting my money towards European sleeper but I do hope that I'm wrong in saying this I'm not sure if it is a really good sustainable long-term business model prove me wrong everybody join me in the sleeper and um, I look forward to uh, reporting on that meanwhile thank you very much indeed for listening I'll be back again tomorrow for now Goodbye. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.